Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky Markey Cancer Center and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment's Cooperative Extension Service. We will share with you the latest developments in cancer prevention, diagnosis, treatment, and research from the experts at Markey Cancer Center, Kentucky's only National Cancer Institute designated cancer center. Talking Facts is hosted by the UK Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to have joining me Amber Silverman, a nurse practitioner with the UK Markey Cancer Center in the Division of Gynecology and Oncology. Welcome, Amber. Thanks for having me. Today's topic is one that I think really and truly that we just need to have more conversation about to make our listeners more aware. And we're going to discuss ovarian cancer, helping to understand what it is, uh, maybe what type of symptoms an individual may experience, and then also what to do if you experience those, those symptoms and what treatment may look like. But let's get started with what exactly is ovarian cancer? So as simply as, as you said it, it's it's cancer of the ovaries, and many women aren't aware a lot of times that they can get cancer in that in that area. Um, some women are under kind of the false impression that if they have a partial hysterectomy um, but don't have their ovaries removed, sometimes they don't realize that they could still be at risk for for cancer. How prevalent is ovarian cancer? So in 2018, there were just over 22,000 cases of ovarian cancer in the U.S., which is only about 2.5% of female cancer cases. However, about um, it accounts for about 5% of cancer deaths because about 80% of women are diagnosed at an advanced stage. Is there a specific age of where a woman should become more concerned about ovarian cancer? Typically 50 and older. Um, we see a lot more ovarian cancer in our older population. And in general, what are the symptoms for ovarian cancer? So we use, like to use the acronym BEAT, B-E-A-T. Um, so the B would stand for bloating if they have just kind of bloating or swelling in their um, abdomen. E is for eating less. So if they get full very easily, they can only eat a couple bites and get full. A is for abdominal pain. And T is trouble with your bowels or bladder. So if you have any changes in your bowel pattern or um, bladder pattern, those are things to look for. And just as you kind of go down that list of symptoms, those just seem I, just like normal symptoms that, that folks could have yeah, for and a variety of things. Mm-hmm, and that's why it often is um, diagnosed at a late stage because they're very kind of vague symptoms. And so it, it's often caught late. What should a woman do if, if she is experiencing these symptoms? So she can ask her primary care doctor or her gynecologist for a pelvic ultrasound. A pelvic ultrasound or specifically a transvaginal ultrasound can take a look at the ovaries and see if there's any concerning cysts or masses on their ovaries. Um, And then if there is any concern or suspicion for ovarian cancer on that ultrasound, they should be referred to a gynecologic oncologist or a GYN oncologist. Studies have shown that women that get referred and are treated 
by GYN oncologists um, have a much better prognosis and survival. So I think it's important to, to note here is that screening just does not necessarily take place during your annual exam that you may have with your gynecologist, right. that, that a pelvic exam is not going to screen you for ovarian cancer. Right. So sometimes if, if they have a big enough mass on their ovary, they may feel it during a pelvic exam, but oftentimes, again, if it's big enough to be felt during a, a pelvic exam, sometimes it is at an advanced stage. So luckily at UK, we do have an ovarian cancer screening program. Um, and any woman that's over the age 50 or older is eligible. Um, and they do a once a year pelvic ultrasound by our um, trained sonographers. And our sonographers are amazing. Um, and they do a really great job. And they just come in once a year and, and get it screened. And then if there's anything concerning, then one of our oncologists kind of follows up with that. If an individual wanted to learn more about the pelvic screening program, is there someplace that they could go to get an appointment or to find additional information? Yeah, they have a website. So you can just, um, the easiest way is probably to, to Google the UK ovarian cancer screening program. And our staff would be happy to to set them up. Um, women also that have a family history of ovarian cancer, like a first-degree relative, mother, grandmother, something like that, are eligible once they're 25. So if you're younger, but you, say, have a mother or something like that that was diagnosed with ovarian cancer, you can get enrolled in that screening program even sooner. To participate in the screening program, do you have to have a referral from your physician or just anyone can opt themselves in? Anyone can um, become part of a, that screening program. Okay. And just for our listeners, we will link the website in our show notes. So if they want to to go back and reference that, we'll make certain, make certain that it is there. If an individual is diagnosed with ovarian cancer, in general, what can they do in terms of treatment? Um, so typical treatment for ovarian cancer involves surgery and chemotherapy. So typically they have surgery. Sometimes they have chemotherapy up front and then surgery, but most patients usually get surgery to remove as much cancer as possible and then chemotherapy. We all are now starting to do genetic um, screening and, and testing of all of our ovarian cancer patients. So that's something that patients should be aware of is that you should ask for genetic testing. There are targeted therapies that are coming out for ovarian cancer for specific gene mutation. So it's important that you know your genetic risk and know your genetic profile the best you can so that you can get the best treatment possible. Can you tell us just a little bit more about the concept of the genetic testing and, and how that works? Yeah. So typically they meet with a genetic counselor. Um, we have three now um, genetic counselors at UK um, and they'll sit down and go over your family history in great detail. They'll talk to you about what genetic tests they recommend. And nowadays they typically do what we call panels. So they don't test for just one specific gene mutation. They usually do panels that will test for anywhere from 10 to 20 to 30 um, genetic mutations. Um, they talk to them about the cost of the, the testing, what the testing may mean, if it's negative or positive. Um, so they're very thorough. So after you've had that counseling visit, then they can draw some blood work um, and send it off. And it takes about three weeks to come back. And then based on that, we, one, can then offer testing and counseling to your family. And two, um, we can talk about what targeted therapies may or may not be available for you. And the genetic testing, is it specific to ovarian cancer or just in general through UK Marquee? It's uh, in general throughout UK Marquee. So we use the same genetic counselors that all the other oncologists use, but they're very knowledgeable about all types of uh, cancer genetics, but they, they work very closely with our team since we are trying to test every ovarian cancer patient now. 
Amber, thank you so much for joining us today and helping to increase awareness regarding ovarian cancer. And I think maybe our take home today is just really encouraging women to be mindful of their bodies and mindful of their symptoms and being willing to to reach out if they do experience a change in symptoms and not just not just ignore. Definitely. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. Our goal is to connect you with the latest advances in cancer research in the Commonwealth. If you enjoyed today's podcast and have a suggestion for a future show topic, please message us on the UK Markey Cancer Center Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UK Markey or visit our website at markey.uky.edu for more information. You can find University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension programs at your local Extension office or online at fcs.uky.edu. Building strong families, building Kentucky. It starts with us.